Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 out. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It's the Hammer Man Podcast, episode 105. This is Dave. This is Ben. And today we have with us a friend of mine from way back in the day, Craig. Hey, how's it going? Good. Would Craig you... is amazing. Blonde, blue eyes. What it's do you mean? Dreamy. Yeah. I thought you were going to say who Craig was, because people normally hear Ben and Dave, and you can tell them who Craig is. He's just a guy. Okay. Well, that's hold a on. Good, that's a good start. Can... We know what gender. Let's <laughs> move from there. Over the last couple of, uh, I don't know, like maybe a year ago, I reconnected with Craig on Facebook. I knew him from growing up uh, in, my, in the neighborhood. He's a couple years younger than me. Somehow, some way. I saw somebody else that we know in common on Facebook like a something, and I saw his name pop up, and I saw that uh, you were trying out stand-up comedy, which I, I just have to say, I don't know if you back then would look at me and say, hey, that guy is going to uh, grow up and do a podcast out of his basement. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I always thought Craig was sort of like a, a wise-ass, but I, I don't know that I thought, hey, this is a guy... I don't know if I looked at anybody and thought this this person has a career or even would be interested yeah. in doing I think, anything. I think any time that I would think that, like, oh, this dude definitely should you be on stage. You thought that about yourself. No, and well, yes. But I think any time I would think, like, oh, this guy's like meant to be on stage, my second thought was, like, yeah, but he'll probably be dead by 21. So once I met Ben, uh, you know, midway through or now way not even close to midway because he's been with me for longer than anybody else. But mm. uh, one of the things that I always talked about was saying like, hey, in the back of my head, I love doing a podcast. I sort of wanted to try stand-up comedy. And I consider myself sort of fearless at some level, except for that. Like I have this like, I guess sort of like somewhat looked at when I saw you did it, I was like, well, if Craig could do it, I mean, I know Craig. <laughs> I mean, son of a bitch. I yeah. hate when people say that. I no, not, it, not yeah. like I'm funnier than Craig. I just thought like, why well, know Craig? He's mm. a normal guy. Just the same, came from the same neighborhood. Right. Like, why can he do it? And, and I right. can't. Well, you're kind of right because anybody, I mean, if you know, if you get your, if you get your balls up and do it, I guess. It's yeah. always like, that. oh, you did it? Well, then I can. I just have a, a couple of, I guess, questions right off the bat. Like how, did you always like comedy? Was that something you were into? I think I think what it was, and and I think I've I've learned this now, is that I have this crazy need for attention. Well, you just and, realized and, it. I realized that a long time ago. Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I found out that like doing stand up was like a healthy outlet for that, and it tempers me out through the rest of the week. So it's it's actually kind of good. Like I don't have to steal the spotlight if I'm at a party or something like that. I don't have to be the center Take of attention. No, I'll, I'll work on that. All right. Yeah. So it's it's something like when you when you go do your five minutes or whatever. Like all eyes are on me. Everyone, you know, no one gets to talk back. I just get to sit there and rant for five minutes or whatever. So it was, it was kind of cool, and that that seemed to temper me out. So it was kind of fun. Well, I'm, interesting. I guess like so, you have a, a a normal job. You went to normal. You know, you went to college. You had a normal job. Did you? This is in the last year. Whatever is the first time you ever did this? Yeah, actually, yeah. I um I took a I took improv classes at Second City, and with a friend, and then. 
recently or after that you started no, doing stand up? No, I did the army right out of high school. Then then I did then I got into you know selling houses right after that. So, um, but anyway, then just recently, so within the last year, I've done stand up. I've done you know for about a, a little over a year, I've been doing improv classes at Second City. Um, that place is phenomenal, and that's where. I ran into a guy and I was taking another improv class just because it was like a prerequisite to take their stand-up class. And I wanted to do that. And he said he was an amateur. He is an amateur stand-up. And he was like, don't waste your time taking any classes. Just come with me. We're going to do some open mics and, and start doing that. And that's what I did. And it was, it was a blast. So you go to Second City and you're there as a prerequisite to do the Second City stuff, the training. They want you to sort of like, just see if you even have what it takes to stand up on stage and, and not be a, a pussy just stand you know to do something right is that why they have that no i don't understand their prerequisites <laughs> to be honest with you because each class is like 300 something bucks i think i'm starting to understand it yeah yeah each class costs like, <laughs> like it's a thousand bucks i don't know why they want you to take five of them it just seems yeah. to come up a lot so That's... but but this guy basically just said hey i'm just gonna take you to an open mic and you're gonna go up there and you're just gonna like just do it There's yeah because no... no one can teach you how to do stand-up you know like you know, every stand-up comedian you see, I mean, no one's telling, like, you know, like Jerry Seinfeld did, like, the airplane joke or whatever, like, airplane food, you know, all that stuff's been done, you know, and, and you take yeah. all the stand-ups and all the open mics that happen every single night across the country, there's no, there's not an original thought out there, you know, so it's like, if you can't take a class for someone to teach you your voice and, and how your stand-up's gonna be, just like your podcast, you know, like, it's got its own life, you know, and it's like, you know, I don't well, know. I, guess I mean, obviously podcasting is is to me a safer way to be able to i just had to look at him you know and and, and uh so i could say whatever i want and then i could edit it in in the uh the days that follow before i post it up there's a bit of a safety net for sure so you go up there the first time do you have an ad do you have you thought like so he gave you how many days was he like hey like so this is sunday like friday we're gonna go up and we're gonna do this oh yeah it was like a week yeah it was like <laughs> so you said you were on a notepad Tuesday. like yeah, yeah, and basically our class was on Tuesday, and Wednesday night was the night he did open mics at this place, uh, the CIC Theater up in Chicago, and so I went there that next day with him, and I didn't go up that night. I was scared, right? I didn't, I didn't put my name in the list. You have to put your name on a list, and then it's like a lottery system or whatever. How many people are we talking? Then like fourteen, fourteen go per night. And is that the same? Is there like? 20 people in the audience or is there like is usually it... the audience is all stand-ups okay. like all people there are a couple people so that is, just... is it like when you're in a garage band and like the crowd is other like garage the bands? other bands that are waiting yeah. to play so it's Basically. like dude, if you bring two people so wouldn't that temper your uh i guess your fear a little bit you know as far as like no well, these, I was these just... are just some other douchebags no, trying but you to don't do know it. they might have yeah. done it five times already so you're sort of behind the eight ball a little bit it's like i don't want to go up there and look like an asshole because these guys might have a little bit of something yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess there's that, but there's, I'm crazy, there's, there's less of the there's less of the drunk guy like make me laugh, clown. You know what I mean? There's right. less of that, and more of the like, what is this guy up to? And they're watching from the wings, kind of. I guess there was one lady there that heckled all the time, or not like oh. like I've she goes to an amateur been... night to heckle. That's the How worst. You know? That chick is the worst. She is. She's I hope somebody evil. punched her. That is such well, and it's not a even sticky like thing. Is as like you would think. Like no one's like, oh, you suck. You know, like she just cackles like at a joke. You know, and it's like. <laughs> Anything that's up there, you only have five minutes, and you it's it's almost off-putting when you first go up there because these lights are in your eyes. You can't see the audience. By the you way, most Chinese, the not Chinese, and maybe your peripherals, but that's it. Like you don't see you don't see the people directly in front of you. You can hear them laugh, and you can hear silence. Like you can you can tell when no one's getting your joke. Like 
Like you can you can taste that. It's so palpable. <laughs> but did, did you try the stuff that you wrote down on your wife or somebody beforehand and say like, hey, what do you think of this? Or did you just like keep it to yourself and? Yeah, actually, I did, uh, and not my 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 wife because she we got divorced like five years ago, so that would have been awkward. <laughs> She's gonna boo she my, my, my best judge. She might she didn't find my jokes funny for he's ten up, years. He's, so. he's up there. She's so like, so I like the ladies. She's like, boo. Remember what I told you before the podcast? If there's anything you don't want to talk about, you, like I didn't think. That. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, you know what. I was so excited to do it because I was like, oh, I'm gonna try stand up. You know, the, this is it. I'm gonna give it a shot. And uh, so I'd tell people my jokes, and they just stare at you. Mm. And they're like, oh, oh, is that the punchline? <laughs> you, you might want to work on that one a little bit more. Oh, no. And, uh, and I'll tell you what, if that's not... I got to the point now, I don't do material in front of people because it's never funny. Yeah, but I mean, I would think like I do this all the time where I have... I've told Ben this like... I have go-to stories, as I'm sure you do. And that's sort of the way it's like, okay, I, I know these are tried and true. So in a pinch, if I meet a new group of people that have never heard these before, I will figure a way to weave this story in because I know the beats. You know what? I know exactly, like, if I could determine this crowd will enjoy this, I'll figure out a way to, like, uh, for instance, like, you know, I would talk about something I complain about, like like uh, waitresses or something that I know that I've gone down that road before and I figured out a way to make a certain thing funny. So if something comes up, I pounce on that opportunity. And I would consider that if I ever had, not if I had the opportunity, if I ever had the guts to do something like stand-up, that's probably what I would do is I would, I would say, well, let me try to round out a couple of these things that I know that I've thrown out there before and make them into something that you could go one, two, three into the next. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at least you feel comfortable talking about that that topic. You mean? Right. So what did you do? Basically, what I do is just stuff that happened to me. You know, stuff that I found funny. And and what I would do is I would write it down. Like, oh, okay, this is. In fact, in my phone, I call it joke embryos. We have the same thing. Yeah. Like I would <laughs> I would write down. Oh, there's something funny in this. I, I haven't figured it out yet. Uh, and then even once you get comfortable doing doing stand up a bunch of times. Then you work that stuff out on stage. Like you'll tell the joke and like no one laughs. You're like, okay, well, what about like this? You know, and then uh, maybe you get a couple of chuckles. And so you can kind of work it out with the audience. And I think that's Don't you fun. just start like sweat, like immediately when you go out there and you don't get, the, I mean, now how many times have you said you've done it? I, I would say I'm probably 25, 30 times, something like that. I mean, to me, that's a, that's a million that's a miles away. That's yeah. a ton, like, yeah. So I look at it like I, I was, I told this story, I went to a seminar for work. And at the end of the seminar, it was like a, a management seminar and you had to like pull together as a group and do a skit. And I, I'm not really a, an improv guy or a skit guy or any, any guy really. I did an impersonation of the teacher and I had, it, I, I brought the place down. So this was, it was a, a four, a month long seminar. So the next week, you every, every Friday you had to do the next week, everybody came to me and was like, I want to be in your group. Blah, blah, blah. And I bombed because i was like they're like hey let's let's do this let's do that. I said, hey, here's the thing. like let's do this you do this you do this you do this and i'm like listen throw me the rock i got this <laughs> and i'm talking like bomb so bad that i, I if i could have run out if i could have because i knew i had to see him for two more weeks and then it was like well the third week people were like pensive but i'm like okay 
I got. I could maybe make it back. I'm not going to get to do what I. The first week was a. I tried to do the same thing I did the first. That day feeling this. of I've never done stand up either, but that feeling of well, you're doing, in a band. I mean, I was in a band. You know how it feels sometimes I've, when it's not when you're, you're playing no a cares. song and like say somebody's playing it wrong or you're playing it wrong. You forgot the words. And halfway through, you just want to just like list, just kill the lights, the, just stop it right in the middle. But it's, the depth. I mean, being in a band, which I, I've done, and performing live, you have the ability to. Uh, one of the best things is, is most people use it as background music. Like when I was a teenager in a band, we played at a place where people came to see bands. That's what you're there for. But yeah. if you're in like a bar, like you're at the one, you know, playing acoustic show at one of the breweries, right. you're just sort of, people are having conversations and they're not yeah. there really to see you and your band perform. Right. They're there to hear music and have their conversation. So nobody's like calling you out and saying, you just did that verse twice. Right. You didn't know. Right. The right. Right. Verse. No, I do it all the time. But I could imagine like, you They're know, being a stand-up, it's like everyone's him. just sort of sitting there like, okay, make me laugh. And, and you just are like, oof. <laughs> my, well, my question is how, when say you say like you're, re-wor- you're rewording something, like you try it and you go, ah, it didn't work. So you try it, like you add a word or take a word, you know, change it a little bit. How do you not, how do you fight that impulse to just go like, that's not funny, fuck it, and bail on that, like, and not come back to it? Well, I try to have a rule that I'll I'll try everything twice. And if it if it dies twice on stage... I, I'll just let it go. You know, there's always more material out there. And I'll give you one quick example. I was watching Planet of the Apes with my son, like the remake one. Just the, This was like two months ago, right? And my son looks over to me, and he's 13. And he's like, hey, Dad, I don't get this movie. And I'm like, okay, son, what, what don't you get? He's like, well, he's like, if what they taught us about evolution is correct, aren't these apes going to be human soon anyway? <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I lost my shit. Like, that was so funny to me. And I told that joke on stage, and no one laughed. <laughs> and I said, well, hold on, you guys. I don't think you guys get this, right? Like, I, oh, so you I wasn't to explain? Gonna, yeah, I wasn't going to let that go. You break know? this because, down for you idiots. My son's funny. Yeah, because I thought it was funny, you know? And then I was like, well, so then I tried to explain it. Like, hey, Mike, my son's 13, guys. Cut him a break. He, he thinks that they're going to evolve into humans. Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that funny? I got a couple of courtesy chuckles. I go... And then, then I'm like, well, how can I salvage this? I go, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was Christian night tonight. And then everyone started laughing. <laughs> and so that was one of those things. That oh, I with, see. Yeah, with a little bit of experience where, where you don't kind of get shook on stage, where you can kind of try to pick something. You weathered the, the original storm. Yeah, the joke died. I mean, it just died and it probably so will never be So you were able to okay. counterpunch. That's nice. That's, so, that's cool. If you know, like, the, the idea of, like, them, you know, evolving is funny, but you just got to find a better way to... to I, I, you better have got to find a better way to cook that and serve it up. I, just, I, like, you know what I mean? Keep the ingredients. Same. I would assume that, like, you know, if, if you go to a comedy club and you're going to, going to an now. open mic night and you don't know the guy that's performing and you're not there necessarily to see anybody in particular, you judge him differently. Like, if you, like, you know, you go, you pay tickets to see, or you pay for tickets to see Nick DiPaolo. Hmm. And you're like, hey, I don't care. I'm gonna laugh at everything this guy says because I. I it's you go in problem. there. You go like, in there. I'm his you fan. Can't wait. I just, you can't I'm wait. his fan, so he can't fail. It's impossible to fail yeah. unless he completely just attacks the crowd or walks up. Like I saw Richard Lewis, huge fan of the guy. It was the worst performance, I, and it really took. <laughs> I really like halfway through, three quarters of the way through. I'm looking around at the other people. I'm like, you guys enjoying this? You guys enjoying this? And I just said, like, no one's enjoying this. Mm. And it was so bad that like I I was. I really wanted it to be good, you know, and, and that, but when you're, uh, I would say like an open mic or an unknown person, you don't really have, nobody knows, you don't have your fans. You got to earn so every appeal, single laugh, You have right? to appeal to 
everybody. You're not bringing in one particular, like, this yeah. is a Nick DiPaolo person. This is an Adam Carolla person. I think what uh, else is cool is all those guys started out that same way. You know, they all started out trying to find their voice in a comedy club. And when they really get good at it, that's when they can, Nick DiPaolo, that's when they can kind of command the stage no matter what's going on. I don't think I have that kind of capacity <laughs> at this point because well, I can't make but you know and that like even like I was saying about my Planet of the Apes joke it might just not be a Planet of the Apes joke anymore it might be a, a oh it's Christian night kind of right. joke like I let the joke fail on purpose and then I then I hit them when their guards down right. about being uh-huh. Christians or something you know so it's, it's so fun. how come you never thought about podcasting or did you well I mean, I'm being not such that, a popular I'm just not that technologically <laughs> advanced I, I just I just got downloaded the app when uh, I first heard about your podcast, whatever, a year ago or something like that. I downloaded it on my iPad, uh, but I still don't know how to do- – I downloaded a couple episodes, but I don't know how to do it all the time. <laughs> I don't time. know how to get back to that. Dude, Dude, I've had a Mac for months. I still just show up and start talking because I'm, I'm working on it too. I, feel I, like. I just feel like uh, – yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is, man, because I, I had no problem being on a stage with a guitar. I have no problem like be, talking in front of people, but that is – it feels so vulnerable. It's almost like – the same reason my wife always says, like, why won't you dance? I don't dance. I just don't. That's too. Well, it's kind of like, do you take a fight that you don't know you can win no. all the time? Right. <laughs> so you go up there, you, you may get your ass kicked, and that's who the oh, hell, yeah. who the hell, unless uh, you have to be very, you know, I guess it's common to you. You have to be a super secure, confident dude to but, do that. And I could say that I I know just from knowing Craig all the years that I know him that I could see him being that kind of guy where he would just like brush it off and, and he's yeah I'm, I'm I'm good at losing I'm, I'm confident when it comes <laughs> to failing you see me play baseball I suck so bad <laughs> on purpose sometimes yeah. actually we have a special guest it's your ex-wife <laughs> oh, okay, great 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 I'm just so, get a, let's get her some steel toe boots and she can just kick me in the balls so if every great. if every topic's been covered and every joke's been written how do you is it more about delivery? Like, how do you... Because I, I look at Twitter, right? You go on Twitter and, like, whatever's trending, and I'll think, like, oh, okay, um, something, whatever, political, Donald Trump, and I'll think about saying so. I'm like, going to write, like, a joke about this. And then I go, well, hold on. And I scroll, and I go, eh, that's kind of like what I was saying. Eh, that's funnier yeah, than what I thought. But, but like, I, everyone is I know you it. well enough to know that you don't believe what he just said. You In your mind, you're like, yeah, everything's been talked about, but I'm smarter, and I could come up with something better. I know you well enough to no, know. No, no, but I think I could I, – I don't think I'm I'm smarter, but I, but I, there, I guess I would hope if I was going to do it that, okay, this won't be funnier than anyone else could have written because anyone can write a joke. But uh, maybe I can deliver it enough to make people laugh. Well, you know, you don't what? have to be the best looking dude in the bar to get laid, bro. <laughs> if that's not a fucking metaphor for life, you told me before, <laughs> like a couple weeks ago, you're just like, hey, in regards to me, it's all or nothing. So part of for me is yeah. like, if if I if I don't go up there and I'm already ready prepared for <laughs> you a, don't an hour long special, then I won't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I can appreciate the fact that Craig would go up there and just say, I, I'm going to try to get better and better and better until I have that. You'd be sweating like Cat Williams before you even got on stage. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So I always, I, I recommend wearing an undershirt. That's for sure. <laughs> and, and that's crazy. Have you ever done one outside of like an open mic where it's always the same thing, where it's mainly other comedians out there waiting for their opportunity to get up? Well, I was asked to MC one of our holiday parties, like for the whole board of real estate agents, you know, stuff like oh, that. Yeah. So I, so I did that, and well, that's kind you're of, definitely the funniest real estate guy, right? <laughs> you got to. No, I don't know. You I, got, you know, dude, you I, gotta I, be. I, I didn't do that well, but I, I mean, everyone said it was good, and we'll we'll see if they ask me back <laughs> this year. But, um, but I thought it was okay. But it <laughs> what's was, the deal with? Did houses? you roast? No, I didn't even. No, it was like, 
it was horrible because they had like a set <laughs> thing already. And so, like, so, here's your jokes. Just read you, them. Yeah, you couldn't even be like a game show host. Like, that you could maybe get a one liner in, and I'm not really great at those anyway. So one of the reasons that I sort of got the, or when I I really got the bug was at my brother's wedding. I roasted him instead of doing a best man speech. Yeah, and everyone loved it except for him. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know, I, I went I went light. So on, home I, run. Yeah, I, I went light. <laughs> I went light on his wife. Uh, but you know. I no, and I I wish for whatever reason they didn't get a video of it or they didn't have a videographer, which I, I can understand now because I've never watched my wedding video. Who would but want one? Who would, me, you got I one? want his. Yeah, oh, I have one. I was yeah. talking about that the other day. Why would you do it? But I just look at it and I go, man, uh, I killed. So and people came up to me and they're like, "Are you willing to uh, be my best man? Am I, you know, be my best man?" Just jokingly saying like, "Hey, could you?" Would you? First do- off, we got to be friends. I mean, you're going to have to go to the diner a couple times, yeah. get a sandwich, just feel each other out. So I, I and felt, I'll start calling you my best friend. We'll shower together. I felt like the first note card I had was rough. Like I was like, Ugh. and then after that, like you get the first laugh and it's just you're off to the races. It's, yeah, you don't even realize it's happening. It's like autopilot. You know, same thing with being in a band. Like. I never wanted to be the singer, but I was like the backup singer until the first song was done. Then I wanted, I would, my, <laughs> I, push I, the guy one, over dude, I, I can remember the singer looking over at me at one point and being like, dude, why are you, you don't Your sing backups, this. Dude. I, you don't sing this song. Your I backup. sing this song. Like, why is this happening? And it's just, it, it's you an certainly have that bug he was referring to. I'm sure we both do for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I just it's could a good thing. Yeah, I mean, you when the first day you came through the door, you're like, we should like uh, podcast at uh, you know some outside somewhere. We should do like a live podcast. And I'm like, whoa, don't get crazy now, new guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah, at some idea. at some part of me, I was like, you know, hey, once you jump off that bridge, then I feel like I would just take off running and I would probably quit my job and that would be that. <laughs> All right, that might <laughs> well, not be so bad. Yeah, so, I think it could be fun. So you're saying that if you were to be technologically advanced, you'd you'd, do, you'd have a podcast. No, I'm not even saying that. Um, I think all it's like the circumstances too that you were in. Like it just so happened that I, I a friend was like, hey, we should take Second City's class. And I thought, yeah, Second City is pretty cool. Um, we live near Chicago. Might as well might as well give it a shot. Yeah, but they do like they do like singing and dancing too. Yeah. So yeah, that not, to me is like, eh, no, that's that's a little too far. You know what? It's 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 kind of like a peer pressure thing when everyone else is doing it. It's not it's not as bad. It's like everyone so bad. looks stupid. Well, that's I think the Craig every, I know. Yeah, I think everyone looks stupid. Well, I look stupid. I think everyone else looked pretty good doing it. But right, yeah. But and and I I learned with improv, it's more about the whole group. You know, helping everyone in the group out. Where if you are selfish attention whore like myself, yeah, you you'd prefer stand up because I don't want to share the spotlight with. Doesn't everybody. everybody that's doing it like an attention whore? Yeah, I don't know though because I think you're safe. It's sort of like being in a band. You're in an ensemble. When you're up there in the group, it's like it's not all on me so i can do my thing but i don't have to if everybody hates it it's like well they hate us as a group they don't hate me personally yeah they told me they hated me <laughs> they were like, very specific you were when they talked to i know you were concerned that we hated the entire group but actually no we love the group everybody was really it's good you. i mean you were not but <laughs> just about everybody was that's decent. why i even hate going to second city because uh i hated like the opportunity that they may point me out of the crowd i'm like no i don't i'm Oh, it's just, it's, it's too much anxiety. I don't like it. Yeah. Although I would like it, but I don't like it. You understand how that works? What about like the routines where they're like, everybody's got a gear in this machine. Like you're turning it and this guy's flipping it. Everyone's got to work together doing that. That's Blue Man Group. 
as a what about yeah what about that time when they keep throwing you like they cut up a twinkie into pieces and then they keep throwing stuff in your mouth remember that that's that's blue man group. I, think, I think that's blue man group remember again. there's these big neon tubes like second city there's big neon tubes and there's like paint and drums and shit well, that's you know pretty man? cool though because that's, you know we did that one <laughs> pretty much everybody us? who's anybody has walked through those those halls so i mean that's yeah. that's like big time and that is pretty For sure cool. that is definitely and improv was a lot of fun um, stand up, I think, is something I would pursue. You know, I would continue to do. Uh, I, I enjoy it. It would be better if there was a p- more local place. Well, why here. don't you do that? Why couldn't you go to like a bar locally, like one of these brew, like new brew pubs, and just say, "Hey, we're going to do. I, I would like to do a, an open mic night that I would MC." What that is a good idea. Why not? You get four or five guys together that can each do. Well, you, I mean, here's minutes, the thing: so. you get two guys and you start off with two guys and then you get other people who are drunk like i can do it and it just sort of becomes something whoa whoa just pulling people up from the crowd i'm no i'm just saying that's what happens every time i go to the bar you don't have to walk in there with five people and say hey we can do this because i've already got five people who are interested in doing it or you can go to the place that you already go and say hey if there's anybody who'd like to travel out to northwest indiana absolutely come out here there's a whole new venue a whole new set of people that will listen to what you have to say start your own open mic the crowds are different wherever you go like it's not as much as i could tell the same set up at one place and then go to another venue somewhere else and tell the same set totally different response like there's there's a comedy club and and all sub riddles it's a really cool more of a traditional comedy club you go there but it's like this um this south side blue collar hardcore you know like they're it's hard to get those people to laugh you know and if you if you go tell the same set on the north side of chicago somewhere and it's like killer and everyone's laughing and it's a a good time you know and then you go over there and it doesn't go as well it's like at first i shied away from going there because it's like oh that place is too hard man but then i was like now now it's like i gotta i gotta figure this crowd out you know like and now it's a challenge you want to go back so um i think i want to figure that out before i you know just pursue it on my own because even so like i could probably MC something but if no one showed up, no one's going to sit there and watch me for 45 minutes, burn through my eight minutes of material. Yeah, but I, I would say this. <laughs> to start I, over I again. would say the same thing for the podcast because at the same time, uh, I've had this – I go back and forth with Ben all the time where I'm like, you know what, I, I don't – depending on how many people listen weekly because I can see that, mm-hmm. uh, I'm either up or I'm down. Like, like you, you're like, well, if, if, if I don't see the, the immediate return, it's discouraging. Yeah. You know, like if you were to be up there on stage and you're telling a joke – uh, and you don't get a laugh and you're like, man, this, this is a great joke. I really felt confident about this joke. It's like, I'm not going to tell that joke anymore. Like you said, I'll give it two, two tries. It's no different than what we do because at some level I've had this conversation where I'm like, yeah, you know, at some point I'm a 38 year old dude doing a podcast in my basement for who it may be for, sometimes it's for 1200 people. Some other times it's for 200 people. Some other times, you know, it takes a while to even get up to that number. Um, and that's the thing is the difference, I guess, between podcasting is you don't get that immediate gratification all the time. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. It just depends. Or the booze either. It could just be like you just say a joke. It's like you just practiced it. Yeah. Which is why I usually just start drinking rambling because then at least at least we're having a conversation. At least I got a buzz. I mean, is there anybody that you would have known like growing up or in, in, did you did you think you wanted to do this like back then and then just said, well, I'm it took me this many years to get my balls up to do it. I think so, man. I think, like, I always thought I was funny. I never thought about trying... St- well, I guess I always thought, oh, it'd be so cool to be a stand-up comedian or something like that. But then, you know, I joined the Army. By the time I got out of there, I had That's kids. That's not funny. Yeah, it's not funny at all. 
Um, you can't me, tell army like like situational stuff about the military or army gay jokes. There's probably a ton of <laughs> not them. Not anymore. Sure. Yeah, now Those walls fine. are broken down, man. They're just regular jokes right. now. Well, that's out in the open. Easier <laughs> right. to tell. Yeah, I mean, there was fun stuff that funny stuff that happened in the army, and the, and the army has a funny way of like taking the fun out of no matter what. Like you know, no matter what you're doing, they make you stand in line for six hours to do it, or you know, something yeah. like that. So you know, you just it's always hurry up and wait. So it was like. That wasn't very. That was very stifling to a comedy <laughs> career, you know. Yeah. Unless you become like a cynic, you know. You Private do... Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was called. Yeah. In fact, I mean, I've I got, seen like, Major a... Pain. It's pretty funny. Damon Wayans has a lot that of good true. jokes, and he's got a gold tooth also, which makes me laugh just by looking at it. You were but called what now? That, I, when I got out, you know, if 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 you were a decent soldier, you know, you got like a plaque to get out. You know, your your section got you a plaque or whatever. And mine, he he put on there the comedian, and I was like, oh man, you know, like. Don't label me, you know, and uh, now I got to go do stand up now just to make this legit. You know, people are going to see this on my wall. Everybody's it's like, all not funny, right? It's all don't a big, you sell just houses to, just to prove it, just yeah. to prove it to your, your army buddies. <laughs> That's right, just to represent. It's good, but yeah, I didn't think that. And then, you know, then I had kids, and you know, life just gets in the way, and you know, your dreams get smashed. You know, by kids and changing diapers. You know what the region is? <laughs> the, the region is really, really good at smashing dreams. So, yeah. Um, my hat's off to you, man, for saying, even though I have all this other normal shit going on, which is the excuse that almost all of us use. I know I use it all the time. I can't really got kids, this and that. The fact that you go, like, fuck it, this is important. I got, I want to do it and at least uh, try. That's really, really cool what? because most, almost all of us don't even try. That's really, really cool. Well, yeah, I mean, like, because you look, what's the end game for you? Like, in the best case scenario, you be, you, you leave your, your current career and you become a professional comedian and you travel around the country. I mean, you have children, so at some point, it's like, how far can you take it even if you wanted to go? Your dog is dead, by the way. Exactly, and I think that's the kind of conversation I have in my mind right now. You know, it's like, you know, I've got a pretty successful career going right now, and it's like, I couldn't throw that away, you know, on a whim or something like that. But at the same time, to me, stand-up's just a, it's a lot of fun. You already got rid of the wife. See, I haven't yeah, even got to yeah, that point yet. You're already oh, ahead of I'm me. I'm way ahead of you, and that's great. <laughs> Let me tell you, it gets way better. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, no matter what, you're happier, right. for sure. Right. I mean, that's you're laughing around the house a Once lot Once you more. figure out how to let your kids down, you're, you're, you're solid well, gold. Well, I've got joint custody, so it's like the comedy oh. comes back. You right. know, like, so, no, they're great. I'll tell you what, my kids are hilarious. Like, they, my son will text me stuff, like, he was he was at Meyer, and I don't know. My kids are uh, a quarter Korean, just for the record now, because this is going to be an Asian joke type <laughs> type thing. By the way, most Chinese not Chinese. Yeah. He sends me a text of all these Asians getting produce at Meyer, right? And <laughs> and then he text, and I'm just looking at him like I don't get it. And he goes, "Hey, Dad, check out Asian invasion. No produce for you." <laughs> and I just and my son's eleven. Like I just laugh my butt off, you know, and it's like, by the way, most Chinese, not Chinese. That one will probably never get told on stage, but, um, the disclaimer is they're a quarter Korean. So, well, I mean, cool. I think, I think especially now, like if you, if you have, if, if you have like a passion for comedy, but you have like a serious career where like you, you know, you're expected to have, you work for somebody else. So you're expected to have an image or, uh, carry yourself as a professional. You sort of have to be careful because yeah. there's. A lot of people, if you could, if you put something on Facebook or Twitter that somebody finds offensive, people are quick to be like, oh, you know, blow it up or send it, you know, here or point, you know, retweet it there or point out that you said something offensive. And it's like, even for what you do, it's like that could easily someone, if somebody wanted to, they could probably make it a problem for you by calling your employer and be like, hey, this guy, 
you know that's a good point it could be a uh if you have a full-time day job it could be uh thin ice you know because I, I know you mainly do black jokes right craig yeah i i i strictly go racist and uh that's why i have to tell it on stage and take cell phones away first and stuff like that i think that, that that always sticks in the back of your head it's like i have to go to work on monday that's my primary job that's my primary thing and i can't you know i don't know maybe that's just being a little uh over cautious yeah well it, 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 i don't know it can be you never know like i said shit just takes off man well, I know there was a place in Crown Point before. Uh, it was the, uh, I think it's now the Safe House. Or, yeah. They, they were going to have like a comedy night. And it just never, did, did they, do you know if they ever did? or there was? I talked to someone about that. They they did. I don't know when they were going to do the next one, but I would do something like that. Um, Jalapenos was the restaurant I was talking about. He said he'd be willing to put something together or, or to do something. Um, Ari, the manager over there, he's a good guy. But doesn't that sort of, being from this area... All right. And and does that sort of put you like a little bit behind the eight ball where you're like, okay, everybody knows me. I'm from this area. And now I'm going to go up and see these people 20 years later. And I'm going to try to, you know, be like, wait, I know Craig. Yeah. This guy's going to tell. Now he's going to try to make me. (laughs) This guy's not funny. Uh, I sort of feel like you you almost have to go to somewhere completely different. I remember I told my, I called my brother one night and I said, hey, if I ever called you in the middle of the night and said, hey, we're going to go up to some place in Chicago in like you know the place you went and do an open mic and no one's gonna know about it just sort of would you go and he's like yeah absolutely I'm like you're gonna get that call <laughs> obviously it's it's been like two years mm-hmm. he's got the call that's the one good thing about going to chicago is you have that degree of separation right. where it's very unlikely i'm gonna run into one of my one of my people that i'm selling their house and plus i mean that's my time anyway you know so I'm, yeah but you know what unfortunately in this day and age people don't separate you from what you do you're it's you're an all-encompassing one thing so if you're you're craig the real estate guy you're not craig the comedian you're craig the real estate guy who also does comedy yeah so you know unfortunately you've got to you've got to be both of those people and you've also got to be the if you're not you know whatever your situation is with your wife or your ex-wife or whatever it's like you never know what you say is going to come back and hurt you that's why i've always been i don't even really i don't go to anywhere around here for anything i just Go away for that's right. I usually just stay here. I do like in the beginning how you likened it to like you said. Oh, I like a lot of attention, so I do that to get it out of my system. It almost reminds me of the guy who works out a lot and like knows how to box very well or does MMA and and really the dude that can kick a lot of ass doesn't get into a lot of fights normally because he like knows he can. So he's a lot of times the guys that are good at it are pretty peaceful outside. But then you get them in the cage, they go nuts because they get it out of them. Uh, I but really that's like, why you do this. That's what you, I mean, we've said this a million times. It's like, this is what we do yeah. in order to sort of uh, sort through, like, you know, some of the, like, yeah. the long week. It's like, this is I, definitely I, a stress reliever. I would, I would argue that this saved me a lot of time in therapist's office and stuff. When I get to rant about, you know, okay, if you if you look at my phone and you think you saw me looking at these dating sites online, <laughs> I got to tell you that they naturally pop up when I'm looking at Pornhub. I'll admit to that one. Fine. <laughs> fine. That one's on me. But like, but like the ones where they show like some, uh, woman with like triple D's and she's like, I'm two blocks from you. And I totally want to <laughs> right now. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my wife looks, looks at that and goes, Hey, you know, this chick. And I go, come on. You're not so dumb that you'd fall for that. See, <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I spending, you fell for it twice before you realized it was I, a fake camera. Well, maybe they have my password, maybe they don't. But I, yeah, I, I could have spent a long time. See, it's funny because my wife would be one of those people that would say, "Well, they only give you the people that because I've never gotten one of those, 
So they always they have only a pop give up. you. You never got a porn pop. No, no. Up? My wife would say, "I've never got that." So that the only reason you get those is because what happens is the computer sort of doesn't a, a uh, an algorithm where it what? sees what else you view and it decides to give you um, advertisements based on what you do. So you tell me <laughs> that I continue. Like, Craig's like, yeah, that's exactly how it works. So you tell me I continuously continuously put like I want to bang my next door neighbor <laughs> over and over, and they're going to start saying that to me. Is that I what mean, you're saying? something like that. Something like that. <laughs> yes. Hey, how come that Asian three doors down, and they just like, whoa. My wife just gets stuff for like you know crafts and stuff like that she doesn't she That's never all gets, that pops up she, yeah she never Craft gets any porn. she never gets anything about it about a lady all i lives. get is all i get is pop-ups that go like want your wife to stop talking want to be left alone <laughs> like they just keep coming up wouldn't it be nice if your kids went on vacation for a while they just keeps popping up and i'm like yes mine are all psychologists and psychiatrists <laughs> Do you need help? Do you need to talk to suicide counselors? And... I love that idea, though. Like, if they keep seeing what you're looking at enough, they get to know you so well, they start offering shit you well, really see, want. And you don't know that. That's that, super that, funny. That's absolutely the truth because you don't know that because you're not on Facebook. But right. here's if I'm on Amazon, right, and I look up something, a couple days later I'll, on my Facebook side banner, that exactly oh, will yeah. pop up and be like, oh, hey, don't forget that you were looking at this. So, no, uh, we, no, we, I've, I've heard about that. I mean, I buy stuff off Amazon, so it will ask me. Like, like you, I've bought one pair of shoes. Ever since then, it thinks I'm a, a fucking mountain hiker. I need some of those Skeletos shoes. <laughs> I need, like, women's shoes just because you never know. Like, all kinds of weird shit. It's they really interesting. I remember the first generation of that was a TiVo. Like, where you would, like, turn on your TiVo, and TiVo would suggest, like, well, you watch this, this, and this, so maybe you like this. You like Cheers. And now everything is like that. That's how it's like an aggregate. All these yeah. websites work together to... Uh, if you go to the Speedway and you have one of those cards or whatever, it sees what kind of products you buy in the store. And then that, it, it, it looks exact. It looks really? to you to advertise to you for that. Oh, see, they're all. Dude, they're I all. saw Terminator Genesis and I'm completely on, on board with this guy. Really? Situation. Yeah. Absolutely. Did the mother of dragon show her boobs? No. Ugh. She did like a, an you know, ar- you she did to- an arm bra. She did an arm bra. Really? Not like bra, like a surfer, but you know. All right. I'll like Jennifer Aniston, the Rolling Stone cover. Yes. Or was that Janet Jackson? When she remember when she covered her nips? No, it Janet, was Jackson. Janet Jackson. Was, yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah, it, it was nice. <laughs> you know, you do it in the first season, and all of a sudden you're like, no, I'm not. I'm getting paid. Thousands. I'm not going to do it anymore. What did you do on Fourth of July? And we're a little I bit later, but did you? You see, here's I went the, in the thing. Pool you I was waiting like, for you to be like, hey, can I come over and use your pool? And yeah, you have to invite a person to your pool, Dave. You don't I'm just glad, show up with your kids I'm glad and we're a on bottle same, of suntan I'm glad lotion. we're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> My next door neighbors have a pool for like oh, two and a half years, and they sit there and they, they watch me, and <laughs> I'm constantly digging trenches and removing tree stumps and grinding. From and, your and, yard, not theirs, so yeah, why do they I'm, care? But the point is, it's 90 goddamn degrees, and I'm constantly doing tons of work in my yard, and I'm super sweaty. And, and I look very hot, and they look over, and they're just like, hey, how's it going, Ben? And I just go, pretty good, super dry over here. Maybe they think and you're you know clearing what? the way for a wet. pool. There's no, I'm just, I'm super, I'm super, uh, I don't have a pool, so I'm just really, really hot. Listen, if they know? invite you, then they have to invite your kids. It's, it's, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. They don't. They can just let me jump in real quick. It's my Two and a half years, you've you never jumped, you've never jumped in there when they were. No, I almost went renegade today. I almost was like, my wife told me, she's like, just do it. They're not going to get mad, but I just didn't, I didn't do it. I'm picturing like all sweaty, dirty, and they're like, ah, if that guy wasn't so filthy, maybe he could come <laughs> jump in our exactly. pool. <laughs> Hey, I just got done working in petroleum. Can I just take a quick dip? Just, you know, to cool off a little bit?
I took my kid to see Terminator, and he we do this thing where like you know we see that we watch the previews and we give a thumbs up or a thumbs down silently to let you know hey you know that looks like a good movie. Thumbs up for NWA. Both you don't of us. Well, you don't get real loud. You don't go like oh shit I'm gonna go see that. No, we do not. My brother does that super loud. He lets everyone in the whole entire. That does not know. surprise me, dude. My brother Mark. Every time you watch a trailer, he'll go oh dirty dude. We gotta go see that. You gotta you guys you guys you guys wanna go see that dude. It's gonna be fun. no. It's not gonna suck. It's gonna be good. It, like it's we just do thirty seconds. Thumbs up and thumbs down. Real easy. Your, your brother might benefit from stand up. <laughs> Seems like he might. Have Everyone the same else attention. will not benefit least, from that. At least twice a week, the so, doctor will order it. He gives a thumbs up to NWA, which I'm like, okay, you know, yeah, you're on the right the path. The full trailer was it sweet. I didn't see yeah, that. it looks amazing. I'm not going to see it at the movie theater. I'm just going to probably no? get one of those Amazon sticks and just see it from the safety the, of my couch. I thought you want to get the Hey My Fans together, and make uh, a group not, trip. If we rent out a theater, but it's the only way. It's we the can't only just way. take up a row. If it better Dude, be the ba- it better be it. the farthest backest row of the place. Can we go see the river roads just to be no. like just to keep it real? <laughs> I yes, made that mistake. That once. is real. Yeah, I saw higher learning. Did there, you? Oh. And we they escorted us out of the theater. There was three of us. Michael three Rappaport. white people. They escorted us out. You're not cock diesel. Shut it down. Uh, towards the end of the movie, they said it's just just too dangerous. <laughs> like it's better off. They no, put like the the vest over you, like some sort of serial killer that's being walked out of a jail. Like of in court. the first forty eight hours when they show, they put the shirt over their head and put the hat on top of the shirt. They walk him out like no one's no no one's ever seen a Michael Rappaport movie in this theater and made it out alive. Yeah, so he so gives what? a thumbs up to that pixels. And I what dude? That looks like the biggest. I'm I'm totally. I, I've been this way for a long time, but. I gotta say, Adam Sandler makes the worst movies of all. Now I Hold wonder, on, more shame when he gave you the thumbs up to Pixels, or when he wanted to show everybody in the in the black barber shop the picture of his new dog that was like a a pomeranian, a, pom- a white pomeranian. <laughs> then he kept saying it, it, how awesome his dog was. I saw that. <laughs> it, yeah, it was no equal. But let Same. me just say this: Pixels, what a horrible piece of shit concept. It's made I mean, for I, kids who. So are now stupid, I wonder this. Right? Your kid aside. Now. <laughs> <laughs> other kids, not your other kids. kids that are not other dumb smart kids. like your kids. Uh, <laughs> were the other Adam Sandler movies as stupid, and we were just too young to realize? They it? Slowly, are they just get, are they getting worse? They slowly. He's he's given less of a shit. Like you can make a graph where it shows like a step down, less of a shit each time. And every once in a while, if he didn't write or direct it, it's like a tick up. Like like shit like good like he might be in it so like it's okay good, but if good he... good shitty or shitty oh punch drunk love and shitty 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 oh that movie where his kids died nine eleven back down back <laughs> like it, you know what I mean like so you basically you're saying anything that he has more than fifty percent of his own ownership in. he gets like ten percent other than the first three I I would I I just wonder now looking back I'm like are these movies are the other movies crap like is Billy Madison not as good as you thought it was. But it's like slap happy. Like yeah. he's just silly. It's but you know also it's not expensive. It's just some dummy running around doing stuff. You don't have once it gets like you got like a real video or what do they what do they call it? videographer cinematographer. Uh, a cinematographer like when you start getting real people to do your movie and it still sucks. It's like you gotta you gotta scale back. Yeah, but he 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 has that like sort of draw where like he makes a movie and a bunch of bankable stars want to be in it. So you have that like where. This guy, Josh Gad, who's like the big thing right now. He was the voice of Olaf. He's in a, a TV show with Billy Crystal. He's in it. And then you got Kevin James, who, you know, Paul Blart. I mean, one of the most amazing movies of all time. Oh, my God. The first one or two. 
Because two's coming. There's a, it's yeah, coming. There, in, there it's is coming two. Hot. It already came out. Yeah. I didn't get to see it. But I'm just saying, like, oh, I was I was just, I, I just, me and my kid got in an argument. And he's like, you know, just because you don't, so you just because you don't like Adam Sandler, the whole movie's going to be stupid. I'm like, yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, because yeah, he has his hands all over it. Well, he, what he doesn't understand is that I'm not paying for it. So he just, you'll see it when it comes on cable. I'm not paying for that movie. It's not no. happening. It's no, awful. you can't. You can't. It's the same reason when my kids go on YouTube and they like it'll, the next video will just come up and the next one will just come up. I let them watch whatever they want. ABC videos. It's frozen stuff. As soon as the video comes up of somebody opening, which I didn't know about. You told me about oh, yeah. it about a year ago. The unboxing videos where that's if you don't know, that's where they open toys or, or anything. But in this case, it's toys. They open boxes of toys and they go, look, this Elsa doll comes with a dress. And they put the dress on and they go, and you can put the... Elsa doll. Dude, those this people came. get paid for that. They just that's a job. unwrap toys and show them. My kids always want to watch them because they're like, no, no, because they what they say is like, I like that toy, so I want to see that because that's a picture of a toy I like. But I have to step in and I have to. Go, you don't know what's best. This is a piece of shit and it's going to make you retarded. You don't get to watch it. So even though they cry, I turn it off. So what I'm saying to you is, when Pixels comes on, he's going to want to see it because he sees Pac Man and that's funny to him. But you got to step in and be the bigger man he, and say you can't look at that picture. We're fighting it's about gonna make you stupid. We're fighting about Ant Man right now. I I managed oh. to not see the second Avengers movie. Like I'm trying to move away. And how he, long have I been on my high horse about Marvel movies? A long time. But you know, the, the you, you've been wrong about. I mean, you to nope, to, to blankly, There are some good ones. My mom said that once. <laughs> once <laughs> there are some good ones. But I'm just saying, like now it's just it's like okay. So the new Star Ant Man. The new Star Wars is coming out right. And apparently they've already got a uh, a Han Solo story that's they're going to do a spinoff of three Han Solo movies. That, yeah. They're going to do a spinoff of uh, like a Chewbacca movie. They're going to do a spinoff of it's like Walt Disney gets something and they're going to they're going to they're going to black dog it. They're going to they're going to play it. It's going to be the next Tom Sawyer. <laughs> yeah. They're just going to play it out yeah. to the point where they've taken every single nickel they could possibly make out of it. You know, do you remember like when you were a kid and you'd see like the new G.I. Joe toy or the new Star Wars toy? You'd be like, oh, it's a cool toy. But they would show like like kids playing and it would be they would be outside and there'd be like a mountain range and like there'd be zip lines. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I got to get explosions. That. And then yeah. you'd get it. It'd just be the action figure. And I'm like, where's where's the where's the mountain range? Where's, uh, right. you know, Zabat and Tomox or whoever these guys are. And they're, you know, uh, people are shooting bombs. You don't have any of that. Here's the. <laughs> Saw a lot of goddamn bait and switch. <laughs> it is definitely. <laughs> Here's the thing: it used to be there was the the cool crowd, and then there was the nerds. And the nerds, it was okay to be a nerd because you had your thing. Well, podcasting and internet so big, like the nerds are now running shit, and they're making movies, and they're making toys, and they're making sequels, and they're having comic cons, and they're dressing up, and that's supposed to not be embarrassing. You're supposed to not feel like a douchebag if you're dressed up like Ghost Rider. I like the nerds, but you, no, you don't. You yeah, you no, just don't realize you I are do. one. No, I do, but the nerds can't run shit. Not like that, dude. We, not like that. We need to go. I would say that we need to go back to that that whole thing where it's I like, like all my my drugged bit. out buddies from high school. I don't want them running shit. It's not a good idea. I think bullying kept everyone straight. I you agree. Know? Like it kept it kept the universe in the correct order. You know, so now yeah. now all this anti bullying. Craig, you, you were know? a huge bully, as I remember. <laughs> Well, <laughs> no, I was I was on the fringe. I was all right. I'm not even. Of course, I'm not saying bullying is good. No, I am. He's right. I agree with him. Like I feel but like, I, but I'm not. I'm saying do your D and D shit. Just keep it in your basement. Have fun. Let it be your podcast. Let it be your stand up. Let it be your escape. Don't bother you everybody still, with it. You can don't still be a bully if you play D and D. Don't make Ant Man Part Four 
and don't put us don't don't have me do your shit in your basement dude well they Leave used to alone. they used to make those movies they were called trauma and you know they would make those oh. movies on a low budget like what the nerds they... would have their thing but it wouldn't it wouldn't involve everyone else all right trauma yeah you remember like swamp thing and all those like like they were like b movies oh, yeah. at the time yeah i mean kind of i like b movies but those weren't like released as they didn't get like million dollar budgets like they do now that like if that movie was made today those movies would get like but hollywood is so at this point all they're doing is regurgitating old stuff right. they remade vacation now which i mean great looks, looks Joe, great looks smurfs great. the list goes on there is nothing new going on at all at right. all because they know nerds will buy it nerds will go see ant-man and nerds should not they should the, stop it. They should but, knock it off. But, that's what I'm saying. This isn't a bullet bullet anybody in my life. I'm just saying, hey, fellow nerds, let's but, not go see but this. The fact of the matter is, is just like you know how the Cubs have been for many, many years. People are going to go to see the Cubs regardless if they're good or bad. Same thing is if you have like these bankable and big name stars putting movies out. It's like, well, here's a superhero movie. I want to all. They're all intertwined. You have to see this but one to like know you, what's going like on in this one. It's like you tell me. It's like you tell me. Stop endorsing craft beer. Stop wearing V-neck tees. Stop doing those things, right? Well, it's, this is the same thing, but on it's a just way, one man trying to change the world. But this, but on a way bigger scale, <laughs> like they should make Ant Man, and everyone should collectively laugh them out of the studio. We should all join hands and start laughing so hard that they never make another movie again. But instead, why? They instead, make, it makes it, money. It did. It, it shouldn't. That's, That's what the I'm thing saying. Is, and you... Pixel shouldn't. It There's shouldn't. a show coming. Caitlyn Jenner has a show. The Kardashians have a show. I could go on and on and on and on and on and on. And but that's not a nerd thing. That's it a, doesn't that's matter. I'm just thing. saying it's all about what makes money. Nobody cares about have actually having something that's good. I, I went back last night. But what I'm saying is it's up to us to not go see that garbage. Okay, and you won't and I won't. But you, millions of people will. So it doesn't... I, I might actually go see it. <laughs> I have, a I, have with to, it. I have to say, like, I went back last night and I watched the the and I haven't seen any of them for like a year at least. But I watched the very last episode of I'm Breaking Bad. IMAX. I watched the very last episode of Breaking Bad last night because I watched the MythBusters where they remade the uh, Walt's gun in the trunk, which was from last week. I don't know You're if you right? saw it or not, dude. They remade it was really cool. But I I re, I rewatched the last episode without remembering. I I remembered, but not it wasn't so clear in my mind how everything got to where it got. Right. And I, I was like, man, this is why movies are terrible because we don't need movies anymore. There's just no need for it. You used to go to the movies for the experience. You're in a theater, you get this giant bag of popcorn, it's comfortable chairs, it's this, that. They make better one hour television shows and series than they make movies anyway. So, and yeah, yeah. The, the camera quality, you know, the, the, mm -hmm. everything is in HD. Why and they they spend the, the same amount of I mean Breaking Bad is just as good as any movie you'll ever see and it's on every it's an you got an hour every week for however many five years or whatever it was on for, so I look back and I go like how can you going to the movies is about the experience of being at the movie theater oh but and it's like I told you before like going out to a restaurant it's not about the food at the restaurant it's it's about the entire experience of going there otherwise you could just make your own food at home you don't want to yeah. have to clean up your dishes you don't want to the whole point is that you go there and you pay for an experience sure when i think all that goes back to is like our parents parents i guess that'd be our grandparents can i just say that are we allowed to say grandparents? Just cut right to the this? chase That's fine. you can say you can say, say nana and papa We're, this is completely our, uh 
not to censor, to go for ahead. For the people censor, south okay. of 30, you can say Mima. <laughs> that was a big deal for them. Like my grandparents or great grandparents, I guess, like there weren't, no one had TVs and stuff like that. And then, so that was a big deal. Now it's like, you know, we have that everywhere in every room. We have a giant TV. So yeah, we don't need movies anymore. And so yeah, TV's well, now, gotten way better. Now you have Netflix and you have other movies that are go like direct to uh, DVR, direct to like, you could get a movie literally like the day it, it actually goes in the theater. You could watch it right on your home TV. Well, and I'll tell you right now, um, if Netflix calls and offers me a million dollars to do a comedy special, <laughs> I would do that. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I would do that. That's, that's, like what, crazy. that's what Cat Williams did. <laughs> right. Three or four different times. Speaking of bad TV, they upped the ante on your naked TV shows. Not my naked TV I saw shows. It. I saw it. I saw it. Naked dating. Is it out yet? No, but it looks like I saw a trailer the craziest for it. Thing. It's the craziest thing ever. How could you do naked dating? If you don't know, he's a big fan of Naked and Afraid. Where they drop naked in anything, yeah. Yeah. I'm also a fan of that. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, what they have coming out now is uh, it's on VH1, I believe. It's it's naked dating or dating naked or something like that. But how does that? How do how do you how do you even? I think it's it's like The Bachelor, but naked. So there's like a bunch of different. You'd go on a bunch of different dates, and everyone's naked. Can you just make it like 30 seconds? Be like "Mm, that one, and then like go get it on. Or do you do you get to see him naked and not get it on? Because I'm, I'm I don't think you get my to world's see upside down. Yeah, I don't think you get to get it on. Yeah, it's porn. <laughs> you don't I get don't... to get it on if you, well if you see him naked. Well, I remember. remember and they're that not d- strong enough to get, to stop you from getting on top of them. Brett Michaels had that show where like Rock of Love or wherever, like they would just shut a door and it would be in, assumed that he got it on, <laughs> All right. or that he took off that that headband that had hair attached. So what do to they it? do? Do they eat naked? You ever you, oh, ever, yeah. you ever seen anything grosser? Yeah. Have anything, oh, no, I haven't. Here's what happens. I'll have a couple more whiskeys, right? I'll end up going home, and I'll find, like, the, the, the half-eaten, like, subway that I shoved in the back of the fridge, and I'll go home. I may or may not be naked, but if I may or may not see myself in the mirror, there's nothing grosser. It, I, you know what? As a matter of fact, it's a good idea for a diet. If you want to stay trim... Look at you have to have you have to eat wherever you could see yourself. Like a full mirror. Because there's no mirror, I'll get naked and I'll smash a pizza. That's no issue, right? But if but if 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 I can see my reflection anywhere, you just look. Imagine sitting Indian style, naked, eating food. Probably what one one and a half pitas, and you're done. Yeah, at best. Pitas, I eat like bags of chips. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. when I look down and some tofu, I have to decide if I'm going to eat that chip that dropping. fell into my lap, yeah. you know, like I'm, I mean, I'm going to eat it, but I'm going to think about it before. Use if you're taste. naked, where do you wipe after you eat a Cheeto? Where do you wipe the orange stuff? On the couch, like everywhere else. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it used to taste like lime. Oh. Yeah. Well, beyond your, you find yes, that is a horrible idea for a show. So but... not, so not eating. Then what? Showing your athletic prowess. Good luck not getting a like boner. Like a naked and afraid. Good luck not. Have you? Back in the day, when I would talk to a girl and things are going well, say she, you know, you don't know this girl yet, so you're still excited. You don't need foreplay. You don't need all this other shit. They they touch your arm. You never know. You never know. Flag may raise. So you're doing you're doing dating naked. You're just talking. You're like, yeah, that was. Uh, we've been having a good time. They give you a light brush on the forearm. Now you got a you, they could really, Does that mean you lose? No. <laughs> you lose the you know, show? They, could, they could really make it great by like taking, you know how they like. They, border or not border, whoever gets one first is out. What if yeah. they, what if they pixeled you and it was just like a, like, like one pixel <laughs> and then they pixeled another guy and he was like, and he, they made it like super pixelated. They had to pixel the line in the sand that was dragging behind him. This is a long pixelated line because you know his dick was there earlier. <laughs> nice. See? 
It could change everything. That Do you want bachelor number A, B, or and there's like there's like a pixel going all the way down, or C? She's mm-hmm. like, I'll take C. <laughs> exactly. She can't say C fast I think enough. I just show up and leave. I'm like, ah, forget it. I'm out of here. I, That's the I other thing, to... too. If you don't look as good naked as the other bachelors, like you show up and like the other guys just felt and like I just got done doing 10K. Well, fucking. How, they don't put people like how, that on there. Okay, That's but why. like I tell jokes. Yeah, good luck. You know what I mean? Well, they you say naked? chicks really love a guy with a sense of humor. Not once their clothes are off. I mean, <laughs> not, not really. With yeah. all things being equal. <laughs> they maybe, like us as friends. <laughs> maybe you can tell enough jokes to eventually, once you're naked, maybe they won't say no. But you can't start if you, off. Yeah, like, you're, you're, you're hey, What's the deal with plain food? It just shit's all hanging out. Even worse than that is, and I usually, as conservative and as, as right-wing as I am, I usually have a, a family dinner where we eat at the kitchen table. But sometimes we do eat in front of the TV, and they got to stop with these. The, you ever seen these cigarette commercials? I mean, doesn't everybody? Oh, the anti-smoking? No, the pro-smoking ones. Well, I don't know. You see the cigarette commercials sound like someone's selling Salem lights. <laughs> like the Marlboro no, Man still up there. Camel Joe, kids love them. My wife brought dinner home the other day. We're sitting down here watching TV, you know, eating our dinner. And uh, there's like a lady laying in bed with it. Like a, she's like, oh, I thought smoking was a great idea. But now my son <laughs> bathes me every day and he has a hole in my throat. And it's like, listen. Isn't it glamorous? Live and let live at this point, man. People want to smoke. Who even smokes anymore? They really did do a you good. I mean, would be surprised. I don't see anybody smoking. I hate to shit on your point, but I really don't go out. So I went <laughs> to the, that. I went to the Festival of Lakes in Hammond. Well, the other day. okay. Apparently, every single person in Hammond smokes. I didn't know this. I didn't know this. All of them. I was. I was telling people like, can you believe? How many people are smoking? Well, dude, the I went kids. A couple toddlers. years ago, I went to the uh, a, a concert in the city, uh, the Hold Steady, and they they so they served canned beer, and people brought. It was like eleven o'clock at night on a Thursday. People brought their children, like four or five year olds, to the concert, and if you you know there were security guards like vigilant in the crowd, like stopping people from cigarette smoking, and I'm what? like, oh, at a rock venue, you have to be able to smoke, even if I don't smoke and I'm not cool with smoking. I, I need people to be able to smoke in a situation like that. I was at a bar the other night where people are allowed to smoke here. Yeah, I don't yeah. smoke anymore, but I don't care if they do. And I go, I walked in there. I was like blown away. I was like, oh my God, it smells like smoke in here. And, and the guy I was with was like, yeah, you know, people are allowed. You're in Hammond. Depending dude. on what the situation is, you're allowed to smoke different licenses or different, you know, if you serve food or you don't, whatever the deal is. And I thought to myself, you got to be able to have bars where people smoke at. Like, it's just... I don't know. I'd rather I'd rather see people smoking a cigarette than like a vape pen. You got you got to be dude vaping. Can we talk about vaping. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I met not one but three people in the past two weeks that not just vape. Dude, they're vapors. Vape. They're way into it. They vape. I mean, it's like you. dude. It's like a. It's like it's like. Remember, you used to show people like like when you skateboard. Like you see the underside of their skateboard. Like what kind of deck do they got? Like what kind of trucks are they using? And it's like that. Like, like, dude, like, 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 dude, like, your vape like there's a pack to change flavors. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, oh, it smells delicious sometimes when they've, I don't condone it, but it does smell like caramel creams in the air. <laughs> What's going well, on? Well, the thing is, like, I know, like, there's times where, like, okay, you're, you're at a, at a seminar, you're at wherever, you're at work, or you're at the store, and you need to smoke. You know, I smoked, so it's like, oh, man, I really want a cigarette, but I can hold it. These vape people, they literally consistently just are vaping, like nonstop, nonstop, are all the time, no matter where they're at. Are you talking about just an e-cig with no, a blue the light? No, the actual giant vape 
pen. Like with liquid and shit in there? I don't know what's in there. You know what I'm talking about? Like the professional ones. You're not talking the little fake cigarette. No. I want a good vape. People don't even do those anymore. I don't even think. Who who e-cigs anymore? You're talking about 120. Just to get get a a good vape kit. I mean, I asked them the breakdown of the price. So, (laughs) to know. Dude, you are an extreme. Not you, but vapor. Well, you are too, but. (laughs) <laughs> it's extremely, it's a huge douchebag move to vape. Like, if you're standing there and you're like, we're talking and you, every other breath you need to vape, like, really? Well, here's the thing, too. Like, I used to see someone vape and nothing would really come out because it's vape. Vaping now? Oh, no. It's, there's a big cloud Like of a shit. plume. There's but a, the, the big, it's a like big the guy cloud. who has to bring weed to school in high school and he gets arrested and it's like, dude, you couldn't have waited till after. Like, really? You couldn't have, Put it like, in the bush like everybody like, else. Why, like, why did you need to put it in your locker? Like, you couldn't have just waited until you got home? If yeah. you needed that bad? I had to, right away. Well, I went and, I went to uh, see the Toadies again last week. They came, they were like North Enough Chicago. Enough already. No, it was awesome. I went and seen the Toadies and some other bands. But the point is this, um, myself and my brother Mark and some other people went, well, Mark's way into vaping. Surprise, surprise. Oh, my Vapes Lord. Vapes his ass off. Not just vapes. Bike loves messenger. It. Vapor. The, dude, the list goes on. The list goes on and on. So we're both in the backseat. Extreme Frisbee. We're both in the backseat of a Prius, which, by the way, surprisingly roomy. We're both back there. He's vaping every couple of minutes. and But it's not like I thought when people did an e-cig or vape, like it was just like nothing, like water. Like, like water, yeah. Really. No, dude. It's like fucking Coolio back there. There's shit everywhere. That's the difference between the e-cigarette and the vape pen, I think. I think oh, the vape my pen like, lets off like a huge... So, but here's the thing is he never says like, hey, is it cool if I vape in your car? Like, you got to ask, like a smoker would go like, do you mind if I smoke back here? But it's not smoke, so I don't have to ask. So it's just fucking caramel cream all over the air. So eventually, after several times, I go, hey, do you mind if he vapes in here? Like, I don't know the rules on that. Like, I wanted to get out. We're going all the way to like O'Hare. So I wanted to get it out the whole time she's pissed about him vaping in his car. And she's like, no, that's most delicious. Go ahead. So she liked it. We're watching the band, same thing, poofs in front of people. People are going, what is that delight? You know what I mean? They look back, oh, it's a guy vaping. But so, did he, Did he? was he a smoker? Like a cigarette smoker before? He started smoking and like chewing and doing a bunch of shit. And so like this was to get him off of tobacco. But, but, but yeah. do the math. Yeah, I guess, yes. But do the math. Like if you smoked, a, if he smoked cigarettes as, as like actively as he's vaping, how many cigarettes would he go through a day? I'm not saying any of it makes any sense. I mean, I, I, like, is he vaping more than he would have smoked? Obviously. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking. And you know what? Sure. That is pretty, that's pretty ridiculous to think that you could just vape freely. But it is because I didn't know it was going to be. Let like me ask a, you. Like, if you're in her car dude, and you got like one of those, like, Wayne's trailer. you know, the, uh, everywhere. A, a tobacco that blows, uh, like, bubbles. <laughs> you're just in the, <laughs> don't you think, like, you, people would be like, dude, what are you doing? Like. Yeah, you don't mind if I that. do bubbles, right? Enough it's not smoke. That. It's just it's just colored neon so I guess bubbles. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't smell delicious. <laughs> I'm a farting. I just like to fart a lot. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, and it's not smoke. It will make your car smell weird. Yeah, but. I don't know, man. The vaping thing is just. I like the sneak of vapors, guys. <laughs> like I was I was at this training thing, you know, and he was like he holds it in his hand, yeah, and he was he was reaching for a door, and as he pulled the door open, he brought the vape pen to his mouth. <laughs> inhaled and went out the door so it was all like a fluid motion like it's been rehearsed you know <laughs> clandestine vaping and, and yeah and i was like oh wow it's like a ninja vapor that's oh, wow that's that's sick right there that's good i like well i like that at least he's got a little bit of shame about it like look it's not smoking but it's still i'm not sure if it's acceptable yeah but the past couple people i won't say how the other ones were but the other vapors were the same way it's like look this ain't smoke but i i feel like it's not smoke but 
you're still altering the air vastly. So it counts like you should say something like, do you mind if I make your, do you mind if I make your room smell like uh, midnight madness or whatever the hell kind of scent you have in there? I would tell you right now, if you started vaping in my car, you'd be getting out. Well, dude, I was thinking about you because I'm in the backseat and he's letting these big puffs go. And I'm like, Dave wouldn't let this go for more than one puff. Like, no, he would be all hell over no, this. Dude. But, but I was like, but I'm not Dave, so I'm going to let this go for a while. And then I was like, I'm not Dave. But it bothered you. But I was like, but Dave would have a point. Somebody should say something. Somebody should jump in and be what, like. Let me ask you, if I, would, if I said something to him, would he, would he stop? Yeah, I mean, if yeah, I mean, if you say, "Hey, it's my car. I don't want you vaping," and go, "Yeah," but who's the asshole? Who's the asshole? Well, uh, I don't think you'd be an asshole for saying that, but no, I don't think not if it smells your car. But like, it would be a twenty-five minute conversation as to why vaping's not smoke, and why and by by that time, oh, you get that you get that lecture about it's just water vapor (laughs) and (laughs) flavoring. It's like what? what? Yeah, Yeah. I don't care what it is. Your lungs really stupid. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, my lungs are discerning enough to just only take. You like the other additives out and just <laughs> release water vapor Dude. like a catalytic converter or something. I was trying to talk earlier about um, what you did on your 4th of July. You said you did nothing. No, I, well, I just had people over. I mean, no, I had nobody over. We didn't do anything. Oh, thanks a lot. No, no, sure. I'm. You know what? This, it wasn't I got a new iPhone. I didn't update it. I must not have got the message. Right. I'm sure there's a lot of things. We went to see um, the parade in Highland, which I'll say this. Um, when I used to go to parades as a kid, I was very excited. And then there was a long period up until about a couple weeks ago that I didn't give a shit about parades either. And I went again and seen my kids enjoy a parade. It's It's a whole new thing. I don't get it. Well, here's the thing. Like, they go out and they, they get the candy and they get all excited. Well, guess what? I ain't giving them that candy anyway. They get, like, a couple pieces and that bag mysteriously, mysteriously disappears. Why? What do you mean? Why am I gonna, not going to give them Why can't you give your kids candy? A bag of it? I'll give them some. But I'm not going to have this Who's grocery bag full of candy that eventually we pick at and we all get dental bills. No, dude. <laughs> Would you give your kids shitloads of candy? I don't, but if somebody threw it at him off of a float, I mean, no, they whatever. get some and they throw it in the bag. To the victor goes the spoils. That's I guess. right. That's but, right. If he collects it, it's right. all his. But here's the thing: they accumulate so much that like they can't possibly eat it all then. How much could your kid accumulate? He's three. Dude, a bag. He had a big ass bag. Highland did ah. it up. They had a big ass bag, so I'm not going to give it all to him you... anyways. But here's my major complaint: fuck the candy. That's all to the side. Have you ever seen the Highland Parade? No, I don't go to parades. There is at least 362 fire trucks. Dude, it's straight through every single city in Chicago or every single like section of Chicago and Indiana. They all bring their fire truck through. Even like th- my kids, three, even three-year-olds are looking like, Jesus Christ, another fucking fire. They, they just keep coming and they don't even throw candy, by the way. They just hit their horns and shit. So they, the babies that are asleep are getting woke up. People, It was the weirdest 10 minutes of a parade ever, dude. They just keep coming, and everybody goes, oh, look, it's, uh, all right, cool. So that one's kind of, oh, oh, that one has some yellow and black. That's, I that's never understood the whole idea of parades. I don't get it. I, well, here, I like the floats. I like the ones that people make cool shit, and it looks like stuff. Like, this, oh, there's a big shark that comes up at the end, or there's like a, this one looks like a beach, or this one looks like something. You, dude, you can't just. We see fire trucks all the time. It's not cool anymore. Let me just tell you. Here's another. Here's another lesson from me to you. What yeah. I do is I just tell my kids what's cool and what isn't cool right away. And I like I give them months in advance. <laughs> like, dude, I'll tell you what, man. Parades are, are lame. We don't 
It's stupid. It's for nerds. The brainwashing begins yeah. months and, in and then, then my yeah. wife's like, hey, uh, there's a parade today. And my kid's like, this is for nerds. We don't do that. <laughs> we just stay home. We're going to watch Ant-Man. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't understand like why you can't control that. Pixels in 3D over at the uh, show place. We're going to the Kennedy Theater to watch Billy Madison. Dude, why, again. why don't you get? Why don't you understand that? We're gonna go get some crumpets and uh, tear up some. Locks. Why don't I understand why? I Listen, mean, I could tell my kid shit sucks, but he's three. He's still gonna see like candy. I had a contest. For it. I had a contest yesterday with both of my. I have a three-year-old daughter and a ten-year-old son. <laughs> they both their favorite show to watch is Seinfeld. Okay. So we're watching Seinfeld, and no, I say, "Who?" Not really. I'm telling you, I no. swear to you. There's no way that you, you know don't... how your kid. I mean, your kids yeah, but... start getting a little older. They they they'll want to do what's exciting. There's for no you. way your daughter gets the jokes. No, of course. So not. why is she watching it? She what? really because likes it for real. She, she or she wants Dad to stop beating her. With there's the other sho- there's other shows where like if you turn a show on, she's like, "I want to watch my shows." But if she will literally ask for sign if Seinfeld's on, she knows the music. Well, and we have Stockholm a syndrome. I mean, eventually we have a contest where we say who's going to be the first person to name all the characters on the screen. That's how I teach my children to appreciate good great method. stuff. That's, That's a good, good method. That's good. I'm not yeah. saying your way is wrong. I'm just talking about there's too many goddamn fire trucks. I agree. That's why I don't, I don't even go. Who cares about parades? Because I live in Midwest and I'm trying you're to be a good always, mis- Midwest you're dad. All, no, you're always so like worried about like I need to make sure my kids have like have seen everything and done it. I don't care that they've seen everything. I just want them to see the stuff I think is cool. Well, I want so them like, to yeah, experience. For you have kids? I mean, yeah, how many yeah. you have? I have two. What were their yeah. ages? Uh, Thirteen and eleven. Yeah, both boys. They they just love sitting around playing Xbox all day and watching YouTube videos. You know, they watch YouTube videos of people yeah, playing games. Go. Like they don't even they don't even play the games. They just watch people play God the games. Oh my god! Like those cat. videos of, of no, those videos of people like playing Minecraft yeah. and they just yeah. watch other kids play. Yeah, yeah, they are all. all That's all they've the moved on. Yeah, they've moved on to like worse stuff. Like I'll hear cussing and stuff like that, and I'm just like, uh, at what point as a dad do I have to step in and be like, no, you can't see this information. That's you know what? Easily defined. That's a great question <laughs> because I had I was having a conversation with uh, a buddy of mine and his wife, and they were I was talking about how uh, I read I, I read books to my kid, my son, and I, both my daughter and my son. We started reading like Judy Bloom or whatever. And I was reading my son. Same book? Yeah. Well, I mean, no she kidding. just likes listening to whatever's going on, whatever. But I'm reading him The uh-huh. Outsiders now. Impressed. And, Are you really? Yeah. And I was saying like, oh, you know, one of my kids, my son, one of his favorite things that he loves Curb Your Enthusiasm. I wish I looked like Paul Newman. And, he looks tough. Why don't and, I look tough? And she said, uh, my buddy's wife was like, well, you know, I mean, you got to be, uh, you know, cognizant of the language. I'm like, I don't, that stuff never really bothers me because I never... I really don't censor myself in front of the kids. I don't toss it around like you do at home, but I'm not. I don't freak out about it. You but, guys yell the f word like shit's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> They're but, like the Costanza. Oh, dude, that, that's like, perfect. I fucking told you not to. That's but crazy. My kids don't. My son doesn't swear. He like really doesn't though. It's right. weird. But the, but like the, there's some sort of like. But I I, I don't, don't, I don't let do my that. kid like watch movies with like like sexual situations but i don't care about language yeah like when i was a kid my mom had uh like vinyl. The body man it's she had the body bro i used to listen to it's records beautiful and my mom would have like steve martin and uh i mean all these different comedy records my dad had uh richard Pryor. 
you know, all, uh, on VHS or, we, you know, he would tape it off HBO. Yeah. Nobody ever was, like, really that much into saying, like, oh, you know, I mean, you're not old enough. We just sort of I don't think it. the cussing Everyone is. Sort of turn I a blind thought eye. the cussing is a big deal. Like, I don't want Eddie like... Murphy, Delirious. I mean, you're not going to let well, your three-year-old watch that's... Delirious, but if he's 10, are you going to be... I don't know. That may be... It's, too, it's about, too young. He's it's talking about too Ralph Cramden fucking Ed Norton in the ass. It's, I mean, I it's definitely little... too young, but it, I think, like, Craig, you might appreciate this. It's sometimes where you're watching something, you're like, it's probably going to go over his head. I'm hoping it'll just go over his head and we'll move on to the next funny yeah. thing. Because I know there's other funny stuff, but there's times where, like, you're watching a movie and all of a sudden there's some nudity and it's like, oh, is he going to, you know But what also I mean? there's like, something to be said for if you don't freak out, they're going to see how you react. It's not a big deal. It's not a right? big deal. It's yeah. not if, a big if deal. You, like, it's if you do like deal. my parents, like you run over, like push it, like push the power button. You know what I mean? At the time they had the big power button. You push that and then like you make everybody go upstairs and pretend they never saw anything. Now that gets a little I, weird. I mean, ha- having a, you have a turn, you have a teenager. I have a 10 year old going on 11. I mean, you've probably been in situations before where your, your child is, something has come on the TV that you've been like, oh, he's old enough to watch this. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, maybe, maybe I was a little bit, uh. The movie Commando. Oh, love it. Yeah. One of our favorites. It's my youngest son's favorite. Well, I totally forgot. The only thing that's inappropriate besides language. I can't wait to hear what you think. The only thing that's inappropriate. Oh, yeah. yeah, The only thing. Yeah. Well, and I rationalized this to myself after years, you know, of letting him watch this. Because I think it was eight when he decided it was his favorite movie. (laughs) Is when he throws the guy through the wall in the the motel. Oh, right. right. And a couple of my favorite scenes. Sure. Right. And you only see a little bit of side boob and some boob, you know, or you yeah. see some boobs. And yeah. so that was the only part. And I was like, oh, crap. You know, like, dad fail. Uh, everyone turn around or something. I don't, I don't know what to do right now. And uh, <laughs> But the fact that he chopped the guy's head off with a saw blade, like he, he threw like a shuriken at the guy. That didn't bother well, that him. that happens. But a booby? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they were both like soldiers, you know. That's 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 just part of war, <laughs> right. you know. But th- that was an innocent couple doing what couples do in a hotel. Isn't that the guy, that, like, goes, isn't that the guy that goes, move. It's, it's, not, the, not the part where uh, you know uh, uh, what, what Radon Chang shoots a a, uh, a bazooka and kills two police officers that are just taking a guy to jail who robbed a Army Navy surplus. Yeah. That doesn't bother you. You know but, what? Those no. civil servants, you know, they 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 went out like heroes. You know, and I'm not saying I I would do that myself. I'm just saying, you know, it, but it, it was a movie. I know? watched yeah. I sure. watched not that long ago uh, Saving Private Ryan. It was on, and I was oh, I had my son, so and I good. go, God damn, dude, you got to so see this scene. It's crazy. Like you know, the very beginning, and I was my uh, my son's like watching it, like mortified, and I'm like, you need to watch this. This really happened. You need to appreciate that's a, that's a whole era of people that we people like that don't exist anymore, man. That, that that's a generation, a gone generation. He's like, will be who? I don't even know what you're talking about. But I have zero problem with like like I guess what I would call historical ac- historically accurate violence. I wouldn't let my kid play like Grand Theft Auto, but I don't know, problem if he watches Commando. I don't think I don't think Storm in Normandy would be ever considered gratuitous, even if it is. Oh, it's like, it's, but you got to respect it. It's not gratuitous. No, I mean it's definitely gratuitous, but I mean it's it's historically no. accurate. It is what happened? No, it's not like Quentin Tarantino. Oh no, well you know I think I mean? that's like, for that's shock like cartoonish. Value. Like holy crap, it's not for shock value. It's just like this is some awful stuff. That that's an amazing movie. I, yeah, I would love to run down a list of stuff I've let my kids see and just see like how you would react. Not that, I, and I don't think you're like so liberal to the point where you're like, I can't believe that. But I mean, there's pretty much nothing that I would I would watch from the '80s that I wouldn't think my kid could watch. I see, mean, I'm not that uh, weird about uh, the barring naked like stuff. sexual, like watch, like if I don't, we don't, I don't watch anything with my kids. But when they get older, I don't think I'll be that weird about like. 
like them seeing a booby in a movie or something. I don't think it'll be that big of a deal to me. Well, see, no. I'm, I'm trying to be like the cool dad with my kids, you know, and and trying to just be open, like, hey, whatever, whatever you guys want to talk about, you know, I'm, I, I'll give you the answer, you know, I'll tell you the truth and and stuff like that. But it's gotten really hard, like. My 13-year-old, I, you know, he was looking at porn on his phone. Oh. And, and then it was like, you know, and I, I talked to my sister. You know, she had the, she had a similar thing with my nephew. And, and she's like, I take everything away. I took away the phone, the computer. The, I'm like, that's like, you, you can't do that. I mean, it's out there. You know, like when I was it's little, we just, they, don't have woods any, they don't have woods anymore. Yeah, remember, there's, there's no, dumps, like there's no dumpster in the woods. <laughs> yeah. It's gross. Like, yeah, you found so. them, I left them for you. you then you found them, you left them for my brother. I them, yeah, I left them for your brother. It was awesome. <laughs> But yeah, so it was it was crazy. Like there was, you know, now it's it's everywhere. You know, you it's it's crazy. At least YouTube, they don't have that kind of stuff on there. So, you know, but YouTube, they just tell you where to go look. No, it is right. it is yeah. virtually unavoidable. So I don't I don't well, know. That's that's a scary thing about like my kid has an, an iPad or an iPod, and he can go on the internet or whatever. And it's like like you said, like you you, you accidentally fall upon it. You just cannot, you cannot not find it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I told, I told my son, if you check yes, that you are over 18 and you're not, that you'll actually die. So whenever <laughs> anyone dies around us, I say, oh, he wasn't 18. He checked the box and I said, oh shit. So, so, so Harry Palms isn't scary enough anymore. No, no. <laughs> Death. No, no, they, yeah. I don't know how you navigate that kind of landscape. At some point, you know, I read a book once that, that talks a lot about just, um, it's like almost subliminally shaming. Like instead of like instead of the mother going like to the daughter like you can't you can't wear that those short shorts or you can't wear that skirt you know like whatever she would never say that but when she saw it she would just go to go like oh that girl kind of looks that girl kind of looks easy doesn't she we all do like that. she would just slowly um just you know uh, suggest these ideas to where by the time it's almost like if. It's it's almost like when the when the parents like these girls that think they're fat. It's like the thing with parades. It's exactly what I'm telling you. You're gonna start realizing that as your kids get older. That's exactly what I'm telling you. Yeah, I but I can't stop time. a holiday that all my friends are doing. I'm just saying, like you I, can in this living room because you have locks on your doors that are really nice. But wait, are I'm, you talking like locks that you'd put on a bagel? Or? <laughs> I do. A, no, no, what I'm saying is, also, I do the same thing. Like right now, I'm like, you know, my kid's gonna go to junior high next year, and and he's in Cub Scouts, and I'm like. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Cub Scouts isn't really the coolest thing in the world, you know. Whatever, and you just sort of like well, that is kind of building a foundation. Right. You build on Saturday. I'm in I'm in the store with my son, and there was this this girl, and I was like, hey, uh, well, that girl's pretty cute, right, son? And and I, we had just saw her, and this girl's like probably 22 and just just perfect, you know. She looked great. And my son's like, Dad, you probably didn't even see her face. I'm like, what? Like, and I'm thinking, like, what are you saying? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm not leering at her. But and then just he's in, like, that, in that comment alone, you knew that he, like, how he under, he understands, like, what you value. No, it gets worse. It gets worse. Oh. He, he goes, he goes, he goes son, I don't have to. Yeah, she's not even, a, she's barely attractive, Dad. I'm like, what? I'm like, this girl could be on a magazine, you know? And he, I'm like, and then. He was just being like salty. Like he's, he's just used to being like mean. he's like he had guns and ammo. He's used to like whoever's on his Disney like teen cartoons or whatever, and they're all like it's Ariana Grande, like nonstop. Well, then I then I couldn't let it go. I'm Ooh. like, well, hold on. Like, what do you find attractive? Like, name one celebrity or one. Give me one example. He wouldn't do it. And I'm like. So then I was like, oh, okay, we're going to have to do that. Yeah, but once you get that, it's like you have confirmation because if you know if he's like, well, I mean, uh, Mark Ruffalo, I mean, if it, I mean, just saying, like. <laughs> I mean, I, I other people say he's attractive. She's all right. I don't. She's all right. Do you want to go watch Magnum PI later or do, or not? I mean, <laughs> you know. And then he hashtags dad ass. I just so wonder if you my, go, all right. I, I told you before, right. like how 
you know, when I was a kid, my dad would like, you know, we'd seen like all these Stevens in the eighties. They always figured out a way to have boobs in movies. There was never a movie where they just like commando. It's completely unnecessary to the movie. It has <laughs> nothing to do with driving the story forward. No, at but all. it's like, if you get an R, you better have some boobs. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Don't waste the R. Don't waste it. And you'll it. see that in, 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 in all, all 80s action movies they just figure out a way to like have a girl's shirt ripped open or like it's just it's ridiculous that's what but... they do now in comedies it has to have a dude's dong there's a dude there's dong in every like Judd Apatow or Judd Apatow-esque movie now it's like I just it saw be... one the other day that the new Will Ferrell one with uh, Kevin Hart yeah get hard yeah just a dong hanging out there for a minute just, there you go Not, good Now you feel better horrible movie my wife was watching that shitty movie with Jennifer Aniston and uh the guy from San- Meet Meet the Millers or yeah, yeah, something like yeah, that, where yeah. they like pretend to be a family, and I and I was like, oh, this movie's okay. I came when she was like actually laughing at it, and I see like full dong, and I go, oh, there you go, there you go, there it is. Now you're uh, that counts as a well, you ha- you have to. I I I often like attribute that to something about Mary because that to me was the first movie where like holy crap, they're just taking this to a whole nother level. Yeah. You remember seeing that movie and just the first like, one to open the zipper for everybody else. Well, just think about like okay, you had the the uh, the special needs brother that they were just like so callous about, like you yeah. know. <laughs> oh yeah, they're like no, make him super retarded, right? <laughs> Everyone will laugh because people laugh at that. I mean, everything in that movie from like you know <laughs> that that there was pretty much nothing left un untouched on yeah. that movie, and from that point on, it was like American Pie and like all these movies that just had to. Like build on that, like, yep. and I appreciate that. You know, it's yeah. a, a specific. You have to be in a mood for that. Like, I, mm-hmm. I can't take that all day long. But mm-hmm. was it forgetting Sarah Marshall, where he's like eating yeah. cereal and just whips around his dogs yeah. hanging out again? Yeah. It's like there you go, right away, full frontal. Good for him. That man. means comedy, like in the eighties, are meant boobies. See, like in the night, you know, all the Austin Powers movies. Remember, they would, they would, he'd show his dog, but he wouldn't show it. Like, like a rock, hold a piece of fruit right. or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, that's, those are my son's favorite movies right now. That was at least funny, right? Yeah, yeah. Still stands the test of time. It was classic. Just, yeah. They're on right now, actually, on HBO. I think or one of the, really? the pay channels, uh, the Austin Powers movies. Still as good as they ever were. Really? Yeah. I still feel, yeah. I, I all the all the Mike Myers movies. I think that. Well, I don't know about Love Guru, but. I never seen that. So I married an axe murderer. I like that. That's okay. That's all right. It's all right. I mean, I think at a, at a certain point you need. He must have faded away because I don't even know what he his does batting anymore. average is still really good though. <laughs> Absolutely really high. Hold on, did you guys ever watch the movie Cabin Boy? Yeah, with Chris Elliott. Yeah, it's like one of my David favorite Lair. movies ever. Ever nineties classic. I rented Andy it last Richter's night. in that movie. Uh, you rented uh, it from where? Uh, or whatever, Comcast. Oh, you, I he doesn't I actually go. I library. thought I had another person that was. I went uh, Lake County Public Library. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, let me there was another something. person besides me. So I went to the library the other day with my children because my wife had like a, a wild hair burst in the sorry. library. I'm sorry about that, dude. It is so creepy. Did like no, no legitimate people go to the library. Did you see it's, the guy that was pretending to look for a job, but really had his hand in his pants. No, but I would tell you. I would tell you that like. Oh, sorry about that. You weren't looking. Alaska, <laughs> Texas, and any public library is where people go to hide from the law. Dude. Seriously, it is. It is a. They'll creep never fest. ever find you there. I can tell you that for sure. I, you, you ain't kidding. No. It was very, very, very creepy. I just go. I just go on Amazon. No need for a public library. I just buy it and throw it away when I'm done. No, it's old school community. You got to support it. You got to stay with it. You got you to. Poor bastard. No, I know it's weird, but you have to do it. Anyway, do it. so Kevin boy. 
Oh, it's just a fantastic movie. You guys are talking about old movies, and, and I think that movie, like when I was in the army, like in the barracks, it's real loud, you know, at night. So I, I had I had two movies. My friend owns a video store or whatever, so I stole a bunch of movies from him, uh, or I borrowed them and just I, I'm going to give them back. But <laughs> so I, that's how I borrowed too. They're VHS, so I don't know if he wants it. But it was the doors, cancer. Yeah, the doors and Cabin Boy. So I've seen each one of those probably 300 times plus. Oh, Meg Ryan. Yeah. Oh, that was a great movie. But yeah, but Cabin Boy is like so hilarious. Like the subtle jokes that you don't get until you watch it like a hundred times. You know, it's just oh, I could watch and laugh at that thing all day long. I watched that movie probably. I'm. I was probably one of the movies I watched the most. It's awful, but it's funny at the same time. Like Chris Elliott is so ridiculous. It's so. <laughs> He's so oblivious. I'm yeah, a fancy that, lad. It is. A, it's a, <laughs> that's <laughs> my nice. A salty fisherman. I hate this. <laughs> I went to a. I went to a wedding this weekend, and. Uh, I gotta Are you ask so you, excited because like, you gotta get dressed up. I hate to bring this up; it's probably a sore subject. But what what uh, what <laughs> song did you walk into when oh when I got married? Yeah. Oh no, Justice of the Peace. Oh yeah, we were both in the military. You too. Yeah. Hmm? You too. What? Did you have an actual wedding wedding? No, fuck no. No way. What do you? I, no, you I remember don't know. in the eighties, you, you, dude. You've heard my feelings about weddings. Do I want to put everybody else out in and the, get suits and get tailored and come out and pay fifty. No, in the eighties, the nineties, and up until I got married in uh, two thousand, the Bulls. And Bull, no, absolutely. <laughs> I was just gonna say, <laughs> yeah. Everybody walked out to the Bulls music. Everybody, everybody. Uh, I know a couple people who walked out to the Star Wars music, but pretty much the Bulls music. Now it's that stupid Non-stop. Blackhawks music. I it's I can't stand Did, it. They come out to Chelsea Dagger. What? Chelsea Dagger? Is no, that the stupid... Uh, du, 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 that's, du. that's Chelsea Dagger. Oh, yeah. that's the name of the song? Yeah, it's by the yeah. Fratellis. Yeah. Awful. They come out to that? Yeah. Oh, no. That's no good. No? No, no that's no good. I don't even, dude, I don't even like when people sing that at goals anymore. I'm like, we got to move on. I have to say... It's like Boston when they sing all their stupid, This is not about Caroline. anybody's particular wedding, but I would tell you that, like... The days of like the groom and the bride, the groomsmen and the bridesmaids coming out and doing a dance, like, can we just move on from that? Because no, you know I hate everything anyway. Well, <laughs> I, we've talked about this before, where I've asked you, I asked Ben, and you did do this. I don't know, if, Craig, if you've ever done this, but if if your best friend was like, "Hey, I want you to stand up at my wedding, but I we're gonna do a choreographed groomsman dance." Yeah. Do you bow out and just say like, "I'm not, not going to do it"? Like, wow, well, you don't know me at all, buddy. <laughs> we are. <laughs> You just don't know. Yeah, like Ben is, you know, he's like, I'll, I did it. It was my I brother. Just, 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 just me it. and my brother. He asked me to do it. I went home. Uh, he rented a video but, from the library. We practiced the routine. It just seems like we now executed wow. with ninja-like perfection. It seems like now, like the whole thing is like, like the the bridesmaid and the groomsmen come in and they do like a dance, and then the next yeah, people come in and they do it. a dance. Weddings are awful, dude. They're so they bad. They are awful. I was just telling my in-laws this today because we had a, we were having a like a cookout and they came over and we were all sitting there and it was a nice family time and I said, you know what? I'm so glad we're a family and I never I never put you guys through any of that shit. <laughs> you guys should all give me a round of, of applause. I never made you pay for a big wedding, father-in-law. I never made all you guys get tailored and had to wear the same dress. I never made you be a flower girl. I never made all that stuff well, happen. You know, the thing is, is every time we go to a wedding. And mostly, my wife works with uh, you know variations. Mentally challenged. A bunch of younger girls always coming in or whatever. They bring them through. The the Russians bring them through, and they eventually working married. Yeah, and uh, so she goes. She there's a lot of weddings to attend every couple year. We go to a couple year, and I hate dancing. And every time I'm like, okay, here's the process: is we go. I'll I'll walk out there for a slow dance. Then there'll be like. 
from like after dinner till the break of dawn fast dancing with a bunch of chicks and like two or three dudes who are out there dancing with a tire on their head or whatever. Two or three dudes it is the most, it's the most, I'm like sitting there the entire, now at least I have a smartphone where I can like watch boxing. I'm watching Kirby Enthusiasm oh, in the yeah. back of the hall at a wedding. My wife will come up, like she'll be sweating, like you know when your kids come off the playground, they're like, ooh, then you take a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah and she's like, oh, what's going on? I'm just taking a breath real quick. And then she runs back, that's my jam. And her girlfriend you got, takes you her back. You gotta get out there, dude. No, no interest. And she'll come out like every third song it's and be like, about you. Hey, do you want, it ain't about you. Do you want to dance? No, I don't want to dance. And I, and I told her the other day, I go, when you come by like the third time and you see how miserable I am, at, at any point does it like register in your mind like, you have had my fun. I can't believe let's, let's you cut, guys, Let's cut this short. I can't believe she ever asks you at this point. She doesn't. That's what I'm saying. She doesn't she come doesn't. up and say, do you want to? Oh, she asked me if I want to dance. Right. Yeah, because she's drunk. But she has not learned. Yeah, she just figures that you eventually you're gonna say yeah. <laughs> the wear them down. Let technique. me tell you something. Every guy knows that wear them down technique. You, you, you ask and you ask and you ask until don't finally crack. they say yes. Please. Otherwise, there's no point in being. You know, I'm gonna have a hard time falling asleep if we don't. <laughs> but see, you got a wife that does go out there and dance. Then you're saying yeah. So at some I'm point saying. in your time, you haven't been like. Like I'm just gonna do this because no, who cares? I'm I, only here for her anyway. So let's just no, you know. No, and she I'll, has to drag you to each wedding. Yeah, and she still does it. Well, usually I bitch because I'm like, well, she has to pick this anchor up and she drag usually it does the sand. I usually don't. Sand. I usually stay home and watch the kids. But I, you know, I had made a stink where I'm like, you never take me anywhere. You never want. I saw you at a wedding before. Yeah, you did. We was wedding. I dancing? No, we were in the hallway drinking whiskey. Right. So I was. You weren't dancing either. Yeah, I did some. Well, must have been after I a little left. Bit. I'm just a saying. Bit. I'm not a huge dancer, wedding, but wedding, I mean, wedding stink. They're they the stink. worst. Dude, dude, they're the even worst. Even for the people that have them, because you're like, before you even know it, the whole thing's over. You've spent a bunch of money and it's up, worth but... it's for nothing. You don't watch the stupid video. You don't look at the pictures. Craig, no, for you, who? you know. Craig, when you watch it, when you, it when, still hurts, guys. When you're drinking, when you're drinking all night and you watch this video and you're crying, like at home, like it is on the yeah. TV. Yeah. That's the only time that you to watch the inside it, right? Lewin Davis soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, and I and I sing. When you're when you're listening I to Hang Me, Oh Hang Me, <laughs> and it's I mean that's the only time you watch a video, right? Is when like who when got the video? The video you you actually get. I burned a copy, you know. You, you actually watch that afterwards, like every night, you know. So. Every other weekend you get the video so you can watch and cry. I drop, I drop my kids off at her house and I just kind of look at the light in her room and wish. And I wonder out. what it's like now. I was just saying the other day, the videographer, it's like nobody watches it unless you're playing a sad uh, Keith Urban song and crying and drinking. There's no way. Why else would you? Listen, I... I you don't get like, hey, kids, get your, bring your beanbags I in was here. In a bed, like, get some popcorn. We're going to watch when me and your mom still had time to do what we wanted. I was in a bath in a <laughs> bathroom never. at this wedding I was at. We used to have sex back then. Watch this, kids. Come on. I the, got some that night. The DJ <laughs> was in the bathroom and he was talking to another guy. And he was like, yeah. Like, is that where he set up? Like, in the bathroom? <laughs> he just spinning. <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah, you know, uh, he was talking about his, his apprentice. He's like, yeah, my. Uh, my He's in the stall. He's like, my uh, my apprentice is, uh, you know, doing this or this or this. And I'm thinking, every wedding, I, including my own, there's the DJ and then there's the guy he brings with that actually does the DJing. Like, I don't understand, like. Oh, dude. Worst job ever. What? Wedding DJ? Backup DJ at a wedding? 
the, the, the guy who's the actual DJ that you pay is not the guy that actually spins the records. He stands back and watches Nobody the other guy. Yeah, doesn't, like, that, doesn't that make you think you overpaid for yeah. the DJ? Like, you paid for a dude. Like, I hired an intern. assistant for this guy? Like, what, what's going on with that? How many oh. people does it take to play... Uh, you know, like you Jesse's know, girl. You, this is crazy. This probably won't surprise you, but for my wedding, I made ten CDs with all. The, I just said, play these CDs, and I don't. I, I should. I don't just need you. I could just put a, a boombox. I told the guys to listen only songs. Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin during dinner. I don't want anything but you know old school stuff you'd see on Goodfellas. Nothing else. And sure enough, the guy, you know, I said, do not play the Macarena. Do not do, did every single thing I didn't do. And it's like, what are you going to do at that point? You're going to argue. And he's probably of the same mindset. Like, you're not going to do anything. You're going to go ahead. Your wife probably got a hold of him. You're going to go ahead and pay me. He had his mind set on Macarena so bad that he was like, I don't care if this dude shoots me. Fuck you, pay me. And that's pretty much (laughs) what happened. You know, because what, you could really argue at that point in time? That's it. He took a good fellow's line himself. Weddings are off. They're just, in general, they're just poor. And here's my thing. Like, okay, you want to have a huge wedding? Awesome. But what you're really saying is like, hey, everyone, I want to have it like pay for my big wedding. I want a big wedding and I want you to buy it for me. That's some kid shit, dude. Grow up. I'm not I'm not paying for your wedding. 50 bucks a plate. It's chicken and vegetables and not even good chicken and vegetables. It's, but even if it is good, 50 bucks. What, what you're doing is you're, you're paying $10 for your plate and 40 for all their stupid decorations that you didn't ask them to put up. And by the way. The, by the success rate of marriages, Craig, I don't need to tell you this, but, but the way marriages are going, I mean, it's, we're paying for all the stuff that people aren't, you know, gonna. See. And that's the thing. Like you, nobody deserves a second wedding. I'm paying marriage. for a 35% chance. Nobody deserves no. to have a second wedding. See, that's why I didn't burn mine up on the first right. one. So I get to still have a party. So. That is I'm, true. I'm ready. You know, is, I'm going to have a blowout. What I say is just have a big party. Everybody likes a big party. Nobody likes dressing up except for you. But, like every, but everybody else likes and and the women for like a minute, and then they want to kick all their shit off. Get married. Don't be. Don't bother nobody. And then throw a big ass party because everybody likes that. Yeah, I was actually talking to a guy at the wedding about destiny. He had had a destination wedding, and I was like, dude. I mean, at some level, I could oh. see you saying like, he's like, well, I look at it like this. You get a vacation out of it too. I'm not expecting you to like give me any money. Just you being there. I'm like, I'm not going to- on a death because here's the thing, I. I got to plan my vacation at the beginning of the year. Midway through the year, when I get your wedding invitation, like my vacation's already been picked. I got to pull a lot of strings and a lot of things I got to do. I'm just not coming. Not coming. No. No. I, my friend was just telling me the other day about a couple that was together. And then like last, they had a bachelor party and everything. Like, dude, they all went to Vegas, spent tons of money. He came back, got cold feet, called it off. Then they ended up rekindling their magic, right? Had a destination wedding. So I'm like, you've gone to Vegas for this dude after he took a shit when he came back. Then you got to go all the way to Jamaica. Dude, I've cut family ties over fantasy football. So yeah. there's no way that's <laughs> happening with me. I was like, you'd be dead You'd be dead to me. There's no yeah, way I'm going no. to Vegas and Jamaica. So what? So you can have a 35% chance? I will say and this. And we've though. already seen your track record. I will appre- No way. Out of everything that happened this week on, on our episode here, I will say that I do appreciate that you are still in that mindset of like, Dave would not let this happen. With the no, I, the I do keep like the, the, like in the cartoons. Does it, where, like, does it when, make like, you laugh? It does. Like when and like the, how annoyed would Dave like, be right like, now? Like when Goofy has like the bad Goofy and Donald Duck or whatever, and they have the bat, the good one and the bad one. Like I'm in the car, and my brother's vaping, and there's vape going everywhere, and I'm like, and there's like a little Dave on my shoulder going, "You gonna fucking let this guy vape the whole way to O'Hare?" Are you gonna, <laughs> and I'm going, "Hold on, give it a minute, Dave." And so you know, dude, the best was like when when we we went to see Nick DiPaolo, like uh, before we had met Ben's brother, <laughs> he had to give like a. 
hey, just so you know, be prepared because... And his brother came in like a fucking tornado. He's a ball of <laughs> And he's like, dude, this is the best part. So we're sitting there and he goes... <laughs> Yeah, blah, blah, blah. he's just talking, running a mile a minute. We're at, a, like, a long table. So there's us, and there's a whole nother like, bachelor party or, like, a bunch of dudes that had come from work. And he's like, blah, 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 blah. I don't even know who this guy is. You know, they told me it's a good show. We're coming here for this show. And then he sees Nick DePaul. He goes, this fucking guy? Oh, he's fucking terrible. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Real loud just took a shot. Oh, yeah. oh, we came to see this dude? All right, well, that was episode 105 of the Hey My Man podcast. We will see you probably next month. Look for Craig. At some point in time. Craig, Look. how can they find you? Uh, do you have a they Twitter? They can't. They can't. I, I do, but I don't Why I do don't you, do anything with it. If you don't podcast. It's all, it's all you, work. It's all like work stuff. I know, but if, if you're doing like uh, more and more stand-up, like don't. You could get a bunch more, hopefully, followers by giving out your Twitter during well, your stand-up. Then at least just tell him your name, and then so if you guys in the region can look for him when you if you, you want when comedy shows. <laughs> yeah, I'm Craig or, Friendling. Uh, I am. You can usually find me at CIC Theater on Wednesdays. You can find me sometimes Riddles in on Monday, um, to open mic nights. So that's always fun. Right on. Yep. All right, Batman. You got anything? You gonna right. be playing anywhere? I did. No, no, I'm on vacation, man. I'm doing nothing but digging ditches in my you, backyard. You're not going to be seems, performing anywhere with your band? Enjoyable. No, I've been playing at Wild... I'm going to play at Pokros in like three weeks, but I'll let you know. All right. I have absolutely nothing. I will be sitting on my couch for at least until Monday of next week. So uh, we will see you next time. See you soon. Later. Later.